Welcome to the 15-Minute Science Podcast, where I talk about science for 15 minutes. Now, it might get boring or it might get bland, but that's right now. It's fun, so listen, man. Hello, everyone. My name is Matthew Ander, and welcome to the 15-Minute Science Podcast, where I talk about science for 15 minutes. The title is very self-explanatory. Now, I know what you're thinking. Really? This guy's just going to talk about science for 15 minutes? Oh, won't that, I don't know, get boring? Look, as the host, I'm going to be honest with you. There will probably be at least five people who hate this podcast, and don't be surprised if that turns out to be you. I'm kidding. I'm going to do my very best to make sure this podcast is entertaining and fun for the both of us, because... If you aren't having a good time, then neither am I. Alright, I suppose we should probably get started before I drag this intro just to buy time and make sure this episode reaches the 15-minute mark. (laughs) Alright, so for this episode, I'll be discussing six of the funnest science experiments. I surfed the web for 48 hours and have searched far and wide for videos and articles on the craziest science experiments ever. I've read books on many science experiments I've done in my childhood. It was painful, and it was hard, and at one point, it felt like I was an inch away from having a mental breakdown. But I managed to pull through, and here are the top six funnest science experiments. We'll talk about good old-fashioned science experiments that you are already familiar with, maybe introduce you to a few you haven't heard of yet. An example of one you might have heard of is a certain volcano, and one you probably haven't heard of involves a CD. Alright, so for number six, we're going to start off with an oldie, but a goldie. A paper mache volcano. I think just about everyone has made one of these before in their lives, or seen one, whether that be at school or at someone's house. In my case, It was my house. That's right, my house. Now I want to tell you about a time when my mom made one out of tinfoil, and it really did go up in a bang. Like, when I was younger, my mom decided, Oh, my son is always bragging about the papier-mâché volcano he saw at Evan's birthday party. What if I were to blow his mind and make one out of tinfoil? Ooh, then he will be truly amazed. That's just what my mom did. She made one out of tinfoil, poured one liquid into the top, Pour another liquid into the top, then mixed it with the other liquid she put on the top, then the two liquids she put on the top came out of the top and went beyond the top, and foam came spewing out of the top. My mind was my mind was just like, whoa, you know like how Keanu Reeves catchphrase? You know Keanu Reeves catchphrase is like, um, what is it? Whoa. Yeah, like that. I always wondered what caused this reaction because as a kid, I had no memory of anyone explaining to me how this works. I think my brain might have been too busy going, whoa to wonder what caused the foam. So when I was doing research on paper mache volcanoes, I found out that it's caused by mixing vinegar and baking soda, and I was like, whoa, those simple ingredients can cause that reaction? Now, I'm not going to say whoa, gang, because you're probably getting really tired of me saying, whoa. All right, that's the last time, I swear. Okay, so to summarize, this is a fun experiment that is easy to perform and very basic, and it will delight the inner child in you Okay, I guess we better move on. Sorry, don't know where that came from. Anyway, number five is rockets. Now, 
Rockets are really cool because, well, they're rockets. What else is there to say? You know, it's like your friend asking you, Hey man, what's the coolest thing ever? And you say, Rockets! And there's no need to explain it because he's nodding, and you're nodding, and you're both saying, Oh yeah. That is why rockets are cool. Whether that be from a kit or from scratch, these things are a fun experiment no matter how you do it. I remember my friend showing me a video of a rocket he made launching, and I was like, wow. It was there for one moment, and then gone the next. Where'd it go? I think there are many ways you can do this experiment, whether it be a rocket powered by an engine. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, fire. Alright, you probably won't have access to a real space rocket, but you can do it with a smaller engine, or you could just go to store, buy the first big bottle of coke you happen to see on the shelf, tape some paper fins to it, shake it, take off the cap, and... Alright, so to summarize, these are lots of fun, and unlike paper mache volcanoes, you actually get to go outside. Hopefully you get some exercise going to a place where you launch your rocket. Wherever you want, preferably a large field. Because let's be honest, you don't want it going through your neighbor's roof. Alright, now I guess we had better get moving on to number four, right about... Huh? Now. Alright, now number four. What is number four, you ask? I am so glad you want to know. Number four is slime. Slime was first created in 1976. It was created by a toy company called Mattel. Since then, slime has gone on to become very popular in science and films, preferably Ghostbusters. As a bonus, to make it more fun, you can cut out the middleman and make it your own, and you have more fun fooling around with it because you made it yourself. <laughs> One way people make slime is by mixing borax powder, water, glue, and last but not least, the most important ingredient you need in any experiment when making slime, food coloring. I have your favorite color, Empresto. Alright, now moving on to, let's see, we've done number five, number six, number four. So I guess we'd now be on number two. Well, here we go. Number two is, drumroll please! I want to issue a statement. I just realized I accidentally miscounted and said two when it should have been eight. I mean three, anyway. Number three is a solar oven. Yes, I said it, a solar oven. Take a pizza box, put tinfoil on the bottom, and you go through the process of putting it together and you get a solar oven. With your own handmade solar oven, it make... I'm gonna stop rapping, okay? Look, just with your own handmade solar oven, it makes cooking outdoors even more fun. Just place it down in an area with lots of sun, place down whatever food you want to cook onto the solar oven, leave it for two hours, come back, and what's this? Now this next experiment it's a small one, but a very cool one. 
And experiment number two is making a paper clip float. <gasps> All you need is one bowl, water, paper clip, a tissue, and a pencil that has the feature of an eraser at the end. Next, you will need it to cut the tissue paper in half, these. Place one of the half in the bowl filled with water and place a paper clip on the top. Also, try not to touch the water or the paper when placing the paper clip. Then, using the pencil, carefully push it down on the tissue. And if I am correcto commando, the paper clip shall be floating in the no time. Yes, 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 I know, I know. Very impressive indeed. A paper clip is now floating in water? What did you guys think when I said floating? I meant floating in the air? No, 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 I meant water. Now we better get moving along because we're almost done. And as the host, I gotta make sure this podcast lives up to its title. Now it is time for experiment number one, also known as the one you have been waiting for. Wait, why is the transition music being played twice? Huh? I'm gonna change my voice back to normal. Eh, huh. Anyway, experiment number six, I mean, I mean, I mean one, is making an exact replica of a human lung! Okay, it's not an exact replica of a human lung, but one made out of a balloon. All you have to do is blow a balloon up and release it ten times. That's sure to be an exercise on your lungs. Get it? Because that's how a lung works. Anyone? Anyone get it? Anyone? 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 Okay, whatever, but that was a very funny joke. That was not a joke. Anyway, after blowing up the balloon many times, let it deflate and attach it to a funnel. Then you're going to want to push the balloon into a giant soda bottle, and presto, you have successfully created a model of a human lung. Although not a 100% looking model when compared to an actual lung, it does manage to demonstrate how your lungs work when squeezed. Now that's all. Thank you so much for All right everyone. I've just been told that we have two bonus experiments, so we're not done just yet. Ladies and gentlemen, we have now reached the halfway point and are halfway done to completing the list. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry, I'm just being informed we originally planned to have 11 science experiments, but we couldn't manage to squeeze them all in, so we had to shorten it down to six, which is apparently now, I guess, eight, thanks to the bonuses. Anyway, I guess we better be moving on to the bonus experiments. The first one is... Making an egg float in water. This project requires you to be extra careful. Add six tablespoons of salt to a glass of water. Then you're going to stir. 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 
stir, stir, and 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 stir the water until it has completely mixed with the salt. Then put the egg in and, oh my gosh, it's floating. The egg, it's actually floating. Wow, this is amazing. Amazing, isn't it? Now we have Vespi getting on our way to bonus experiment number dos, which is Spanish for tool. Anyway, let's get to bonus experiment number two. Again, what's the transition music being played here twice? Uh, Mr. Sound Guy, try and stay awake, please. For only a little longer, you know. We're almost done for the episode, you got it? Okay, good. Now, bonus experiment number two is a hovercraft. Now, it's not a life-size hovercraft, but it is a hovercraft. What you're going to need for this experiment is a CD, the nozzle of a soap bottle, a balloon, and tape. Blow up the balloon... Attach it to the nozzle and let it go. Presto, you have successfully managed to build a hovercraft. Now, if you want to make it life-size, you're going to need a leaf blower, the top of a wooden circular table without the legs attached to it, get a giant sheet of hard fabric, carve a hole in the table, the top of the table, which I guess is now... Uh, whatever, bad joke. Anyway, put the leaf blower into the hole that is in the table. Go to the top of the hill, turn the leaf blower on, and go have fun. Alright, I'm afraid we have reached the end of the episode. I just want to say thank you for tuning in and listening to me talk about science experiments. I apologize if there are any errors or problems when I was presenting. This is my first podcast and I really tried hard to do the best I could. Anyway, bye for now.